Hey everybody, I'm Boogie. I'm Head. And this is Block Talk. We are Cement Block Productions. We're a small production company, minority owned by the way, that helps small businesses grow their social media platform. And this is our podcast. Me and TJ have been friends for quite some time and we met in the craziest of places. Yeah, prison. <laughs> so, you know, we're doing it just to, you know, further everything for us business-wise and, you know, just trying to stay out the way. It's entertainment. It's fun. That's all it is. Yeah. And we cover a wide range of topics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to say the three S's. Sports, society, and simps. Because we got a problem with all three. And you realize that me and Head agree on a lot, but there are some things that we will just not see eye to eye on. And that's fine, because that's part of podcasting. Anyway, we hope you enjoy the episode and you continue to enjoy it. And uh, follow us on Instagram at cementblock underscore productions, on TikTok, on Instagram, all that good jazz. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe the video on YouTube also. Yeah, if you want to follow us personally, my Instagram is da underscore honcho, H-O-N-C-H-O-5-9. And with that, enjoy the episode. the anime is a thing now like everybody's like okay it's cool you're not a dork anymore it's like fucking when i was in anime listen bro i've loved anime since i was a kid you know it's crazy i was talking to uh i was talking to slim about that because i was like bro it's crazy how there's inherent shame in liking anime because on dating apps and stuff like that right like i'll be on there and like i have all my profile that i like anime well when i used to use them anyway but i I would have on there like oh uh, i like anime you know what i'm saying like so a question i ask is like what's your top three anime and a lot of women, they like hit me up and they're like, oh my God, you like anime? I was like, I feel like everybody likes anime nowadays. Yeah, I was like, and they're like, no, nah, man, like no one ever talks about it. I'm like, that's fucking weird. I mean, but there's like a weird inherent shame that guys feel like dorks yeah, yeah. for like liking that shit. Well, I mean, I didn't really care because I mean, it wasn't back when I was in it. I'm talking about like before Dragon Ball Z, like fucking old ass fucking Voltron, the car Voltron, not the fucking lion Voltron. Yeah. Like, yeah. anyways, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah i don't know man like i said you can see the case back here i mean for the uh episode listeners it's only gonna be audio or unless we can figure this video out this time i know last time we couldn't but we'll get it done but uh yeah no i always love having the anime case in the background plus it helps with the echo yeah because normally you know i'm on the other side of the table to where it's a giant just open yeah, yeah 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 so, so when you're a get when you have you a guest is, there it's like yeah. echo like i was like god yeah. Well, see, I think now what I'm going to do is when I only have the like the audio playing instead of the video, I'm just going to sit next to them. Like we're just going to be a little bit closer. But because that way the, there's another wall over here to the side mm-hmm. where it, that should cut down on the echo also. 
So I don't know. I'm gonna try that next time. Well, you, you could do that in video too. Be be that close and just have the camera pointing. So if you're side by side, you know, you're like an L, like across from the table, and you're over here, and you have a camera this yeah. way or pointing pointing this way. You have both of you. Hang on. Both of you are here, like sitting side by yeah, side. Yeah, and then the camera is like between you, with the, you know whatever it's in the middle. That way it splits and it yeah. catches both of y'all. And you're closer. That actually makes a lot of sense. And you be closer on the camera too, and you won't be like you know little bitty stick figures on the table. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. That is probably something that we should do. I just want to make sure that we had got like both of us, mm -hmm. and then you know before what we were doing is the way that we were recording it. The best way it sounded was us being on the opposite sides of the table. Because for some reason, when we were like, when one of us was closer to the to the microphone, yeah, you like, catch you know, each other. Yeah. yeah, so it would cut the other person talking off, and it would just pick up breathing where it was like weird. So, but uh, I mean, if y'all are watching the video because we got it figured <laughs> out, y'all will see. Uh, Boogie looks less like Donald Trump because he finally got himself a white light, so yeah. we're less orange today. Right. <laughs> Hey man, I, I I was thinking about that last time. It was crazy. I saw the clip you posted on Instagram, and I was like, I am so orange. <laughs> and <laughs> if I tried to fix it, then you'd either be pink or green. Like I couldn't. The way we're set up together, either I'd be fine, yeah. or you'd be a fucked up color, or I'd be a fucked up color. Like, I just gotta, you just gotta roll with it. But yeah, so I, would, I, I kind of wanted one of the greens. That way it looks like I'm doing it sick. You know what I mean? <laughs> kind of like the Michael Jordan right. flu game. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, heads, well, guys, if y'all are heads, oh, heads, heads up real quick. Um, I'm running on I'm a twenty. I'm up for twenty three hours now. Like I just didn't realize it because I've been just doing a whole Jesus bunch of errands Christ. and stuff. I'll be fine. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. If I start like not enough, not not enough, but like I'm not going to be as sharp as I would be normally. So. Just heads Got up. it. Okay, so give give you a little extra long time to, right. to answer the questions. Got it. Well, guys, for those of y'all that are hearing our voices, that's a familiar voice that I'm sure that y'all are hearing before. And if you haven't heard it, you need to go back and listen to our other episode, man, because we have a dating sexpert here, you know what I'm saying, on Block Talk this week, which is how I love describing him to everyone I talk to. But, um, Guy, go ahead and introduce yourself, brother, to the people that don't know you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Gaio, the chivalrous chauvinist. I am the Susia Supreme, and I host Susias, on my favorite podcast about uh, life, dating, and relationship advice with a kink twist. And you got to listen to the show if you want to find out what the twist is. Always, always got to listen, man. You got to leave one just a little bit more. Right? But it's good stuff, man. I've done uh, two, two appearances two on appearances. there now, and it's great. You'll be coming out on Monday in the next episode. So after Yo, you air, yeah, so man, after this airs, this is coming out Friday. I'll be you can catch. Yeah, no, next Friday though you're okay. gonna be out first. Okay, so then yeah, by the time so, yeah. so go back and listen to that one. There we go. Yeah, make sure you go back and listen to it. Check out Susios are my favorite. It will have dropped Monday to hear your boy. Uh, me and Guy will be misogynistic assholes as women describe us yeah, from time to time, <laughs> or uh, alt right. Oh, wait, what was that? <laughs> well, we we uh, cause sexual assault. Like that, that, uh, yeah. real, oh, oh God, man. that shit escalated so quickly. Yeah. So for those that don't know, man, check out, so she's on my favorites, Instagram. Guy posted a reel of me and him talking and a woman posted on there that we obviously did not have love in our lives. And then some guy was like, oh, typical of a woman to be posting on how a man should feel. And then she was like, yeah, women are so controlling. How dare we try to control men not to sexually assault us? So I was like, wow. oh, my God, this escalated so quick. It was like the third reply, third comment. I was like, oh, man. Shit. Yeah. 
I was going to stay out of it at first because I was like, oh, you should never just jump in the comments like that. But then that shit, I was like, I got to say something. I was like, that was wild. Man, I was like, so I woke up to like, you know, 20 replies like, oh, shit, you know, because, you know, I'm a night shit. So by the time I woke up, I was like, oh, damn, that was that was crazy. Yeah, it blew up. But today, guys, we have a special thing that Boogie does also not know about because he didn't have time to do research this week because he's been doing 14 hour days. So I'm also going to be finding out. Let's talk about the theory of 100. Oh, man. So theory 100. Something I kind of came up with, or not even came up with. Um, so because I'm in roller derby, and I traveled from Gulfport, Mississippi, all the way to San Antonio, all across I-10, all the major towns, all the little small towns, up to Austin, up to Dallas, all the little towns between, like Temple, Colleen, all those little places. Uh, all these little places had roller derby teams. And I was traveling basically every weekend. So for about two years... Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was hitting a different town every day. And while I was there making new friends, talking to them, because roller derby is a female-dominated sport, you know, just shooting the shit. And, of course, because I was one of the few guys that was around, and so the ratio is kind of like 20 to 1 female-to-male ratio. And, of course, you know, hey, I'm the new hot thing. Hey, what's 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 up with this guy? And everybody wants to talk to me. Conversation obviously always goes lead to sex. And so... In those conversations, normally the way I approach it, whenever I'm talking with a female about sex or whatever in general, you know, I try to get a feel for what she's interested in, what she's willing to do, what she's down for. So that way I know, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and pursue this one. I'm like, no, oh, no, you're hot, but you don't you don't give a head on the first date and you're don't do anal until like the anniversary. I'm not fucking with you. So <laughs> having all these little random conversations, I realize um, yeah. just talking to them about different things, what they're into, what they don't like. Eventually, the conversation came up to you know, how women don't finish. They don't really finish that often. They don't come, essentially. And most guys, mm-hmm. so I said, okay, well, what are your numbers? So let's say, hypothetically speaking, you slept with 10 guys, just 10 guys in your life, and each of those guys, you slept 10 times with them for a total of 100. How many times okay. did you come? And more more often than not, they would say like, oh, about a third of the time, one out of three, whatever. Those That's the uh, more often reply that they had. And then other women would say, oh, about 50% or about 60% of the time, you know, so the numbers kind of varied, but it was never more than like 75%. There's only two women that said that they finished 100% of the time or every single time. And that's because they told their partners what they like, what they want, and they communicated what is it they need to be able for them to finish. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, so out of, if you only finished 45% of the time, did every guy make you finish four and a half times or like, what, what, what are the numbers? What I mean? Ask them to break it down. How, Cause there's no way someone can get you there four and a half or three and a half or seven and a half or whatever. And so they said, no, well, there's only like one or two guys, like one guy would get me there maybe twice and two or three other guys would get me there um, three or four times. And the numbers would get smaller and smaller. So it would, it would start off low. It'd be kind of like a bell curve. So it would be, little yeah. bit a couple of times a lot and then the last two guys um, one guy would get her there seven times and one other guy would get her there every single time and those are the guys that you know later on they would admit that got them digmatized they called them up and told them hey show up or i'm out of town drive three hours or two hours to come see me they'd come through and you know so <coughs> this this conversation was Interesting. So I wonder, okay, what about guys? Do guys have the same issue? What's up with guys? And so asking other referees, asking other skaters, asking um, other officials, and then just co-workers and male friends, like, hey, if you, same thing, 10 women, 10 times each, how many times did you finish? Most guys 
finish 95% of the time or more. Um, there were a couple that said that they didn't finish because, you know, they either have an ED issue because they were older. They were like 45 plus. So they had erectile dysfunction um, or they um, just weren't that interested in sex anymore. Like they just kind of lost their libido because they lost their testosterone because mm -hmm. they're older. Uh, another thing was that they, when they went out on the date, they rubbed one out. They, you know, jacked off before the date because they didn't think they were going to have sex or, you know, they mm -hmm. get called up. You know, after they were one out, like, oh, shit, okay, fine, I'll go over and, you know, end up having sex when they weren't expecting it. Or they got whiskey dick because they got too drunk. Or they have an issue that they just have a long time to finish. So usually it takes them longer to finish than it takes to finish for a woman, right? And you're, you're an example of that. <clears throat> and so when I got these numbers down, okay, so most guys finish 95 plus percent of the time. Why is that? What's so special uh, about, you know, women? Is it something about women? And Come to think about it, you know, there's nothing special about pussy because going deeper into the questions is if you finish all the time, is it because women are great? It's like, no, if you're not be able to get there, you'll sit there and think and dream, fantasize, whatever, either picture an old girlfriend, picture someone else you did something freaky with, picture a porn star, picture a celebrity. You'll, con you'll come up with something mentally, have that picture there to get you to finish. So it's not anything particularly special about the female to get you to finish because guys, you know, fuck, all we need is a wet hole, fucking fleshlights, you know? Um, yeah. And so for women, they need more uh, response from the guy. They need to have that connection. They need to have the guy be able to read and understand their body language, you know, whenever they're panting and moaning. Sorry, we've got a thunderstorm here that's weird. So we got like a Houston thunderstorm in region, which is rare. It's like, uh, it's, oh, it's wow. a desert. So it's kind of it's like it reminds me of home right now hearing all the thunder and everybody else i'm freaking out i'm getting like text messages oh my god did you see it's raining it's hailing blah 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 so anyways it's hailing oh wow like yeah, it's rare out here <laughs> like we get we get yeah. more snow than rain so interesting so essentially it boils down to few men are capable to get women to finish okay women to come and so those guys have more value than women in general but most people would assume or most women would assume that because all guys always finished and they're, they got some bomb ass pussy and that is not always the case. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, there's definitely a lot, a lot, a lot of truth in that. So just to kind of break that down, most guys that I know, I mean, the last time that you were on the podcast, I mean, Tommy said it himself. He's like, there's never not been one time that I haven't finished. Cause you know, I always tell women all the time, like when I have sex and you know, they, they always tell me that, oh, you're such a selfless lover because you care, like, more about me coming and stuff like that. Which, I mean, I, I do want her to enjoy herself. But at the same time, it's just like, no, it takes me, like, a really long time. Like, when I say a long time, like, even, like, this is not, like, whiskey dick or, like, me jacking off. Like, none of that. Like, just going straight off. Like, if I haven't had sex in, like, let's say three days, right? Something like that. And, like, I really just got it, like, built up like that. The shortest amount of time I've ever gone for is, like, maybe 30 minutes. And like to me, that was that's like a quickie. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember uh I was 16 and I had my first girlfriend or whatever. And uh no, sorry, I was 17. I was 17 years old. Me and uh this is the girl I lost my virginity to or whatever. We had sex the first time or whatever, and she was like, Oh, it's great, blah, blah, blah. The next time, her parents are about to come home, and she's like, Hey, we don't have a lot of time. And she's like, We could do a quickie though. I'm like, perfect. So I'm going like a jackrabbit. I'm going as fast as I can, as hard as I can. She's gone like twice already. And she's like, are you almost done? She's like, it's been like 25 minutes. I was like, fuck. I was like, no. 
I was like, I'm nowhere near like anywhere close. So for like me, what ends up having to happen a lot, honestly, like no bullshit, I'll have to like, I'll have sex with a woman and she'll go to completion uh, however many times because some women, they're like, ah, I want it three, four times, whatever the fuck. And, you know, they'll come a bunch of times and they're like, okay, now I'm tired. Like, I want you to come. And I'm like, it's not going to happen. Like, so you're just going to have to get off and like, you know, I'll rub one out, I guess, if you want to kiss me and stuff like that. Like, because, you know, they, they ask me, how can I get you to come? And like, you know, I tell them my hotspots and stuff like that, where I'm like, this will help. This will help. This will help. But especially now, listen, this is going to sound like bullshit, but I'm so serious. I know a lot of men that use the excuse like, oh, I can't come with a, like, I can't uh, get, I can't stay hard with a condom on because, you know, they're trying to just hit it raw or whatever. Where I tell them, I'm like, no, 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 listen, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I can stay hard. I was like, the problem is I'm never going to come with this, with this condom on. Like, it's just not going to happen. And, you know, that's, again, I'm not even trying to hit it raw. I'm like, I'm just going to take it off and, you know, you know, beat my meat like it owes me money. And... (laughs) Uh, most of the time they're cool with that shit or whatever, I guess the first couple of times, but I also get, you know, tested very often. But anyway, I, I know I'm the exception for that though, for, for that rule of 100. And you know, the exception never makes the rule because I can honestly say for me personally, on the, on the scale of hundred, it'd have to be maybe like 50 to 60, 60 on the high end. You know what I'm saying? Where, I'm not getting myself there. Like, it's actually just, like, th- uh, through vaginal pen- uh, penetration. Mm-hmm. That's the word I was looking for. I was trying to think of the uh, medical term of it. Right. <laughs> PIV. But, yeah, through vaginal penetration, you know what I'm saying? Whereas, and like you said, though, guys, most of the time, because I, I tell women all the time, right, where they're like, oh, I want you to come. I'm like, listen, if it goes up and down, it's going to spit eventually. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing special to making a dick come. I was like, whereas in a woman, I think it's more so in her head. Like you said, and going back to pussy isn't special. Um, that's definitely true because a lot of women, especially, they want to ask you when you're in the middle of the act where they're like, oh, yeah, this is the best thing you ever had, isn't it? Where it's like, yeah, of course. The fuck? That's just like when dudes, ask, listen, I'm going to stroke my ego too. I'm yeah. in the middle of it. If I'm balls deep, of course, I'm like, who's your daddy? You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't ain't this the best you ever had? Of course. It's an ego thing, though. You know what I mean? But this is the difference, right? I know when I'm outside of the bedroom, and, like, once we, uh, for for a NASA term, since I'm in Houston, once we disengage, once I de-dock from the space station, it's, uh... You get canceled. It's, um... You get canceled? (laughs) You get canceled? I'll be all right, man. Fuck it. It was a good run. Right. So, uh... Once I de-dock, right, uh, I know that it was just an ego trip where I'm like, you know, because most, most women, they're not actually going to, I'm not going to say most women, but some women won't actually call you daddy outside of the bedroom. Some won't like constantly stroke your ego and stuff like that, which I'm fine with. But, and I mean, there definitely has been women that like, you know, they call me daddy everywhere I go, shit like that. Like they'll definitely stroke your ego, but because you bring that out of them, mm-hmm. I guess. But for m- most women though, they take that bedroom mentality where they're like, oh, this is the best he's ever had. You know, I made him, like I said, I made him bust or uh, the shit was so wet, la da 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 Not realizing that that was mostly me, honestly, like doing a good job. Because like I said, man, I've talked to plenty of women where I remember I slept with this chick one time, man. And she told me, she's like, I've never come like vaginally before, like through penetration alone. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And she was like 26. 
And I was like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, like from penetration, I've never come. Like I always got to like, I got to grab a toy and I got to like rub my clit and I got to do all this other shit. Or like, I need a little bit of cunnilingus. For those of y'all that don't know what that is, that's eating pussy. And so I was like, well, that's interesting. So we sleep together the first night. After maybe like 10 minutes, she like squirts all over the fucking place. You know, she goes to completion through penetration alone. Like I'm not doing anything else where, like you said, that's very rare for a lot of women. And like, it actually like blew her mind where she's like, listen, uh, cause I mean, I'm not gonna put her on blast like that, but she, she had a, her first kid when she was like 15. So she's been having sex since she was like 15 years old. So she's like, in these 11 years of me having sex, I've never not once come vaginally, like through, through penetration alone. And so I didn't actually realize how rare it is until I actually started like asking and bringing mm-hmm. it up where it's like, that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Cause like you said, not all men can make women come. So when they do find that guy, like you said, they'll go fucking nuts over you, man. Like I said, there's been plenty of women where, uh, you know, before back in my simping days when I used to go to, uh, cause we say it all the time, right? Simping leads to a, um, Oh God, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? A little bit of resentment, mm-hmm. at least to a tiny bit of resentment when you're dealing with that woman because you feel like she's walking all over you and she doesn't respect you. So you tend to act out in certain ways. You know what I mean? To where I would act out in some would, what some would call toxic behavior. But yet they would stick around for longer than they should have. Mm-hmm. Like all their friends are telling them to leave me and stuff like that where they're like, listen, good. Like it's like what Cardi B said when Offset keeps cheating on her and they're like, why don't you leave him? Good dick is hard to come by. And that, that's how they felt. They're like, good dick is hard to come by. So I will stay here and deal with your bullshit for a little bit. But you got about 20 more times of fucking with me till I leave. <laughs> yeah. Because it's never like the next time they leave. It's always like, uh, you got about 20 more times and then it's done. Or they leave and then they come back six, nine months later, maybe a year later, you know, after they find a guy and then they can't, you know, that guy can't put it on them. So they come back to you when they're with that guy or after they're done with the guy. So, yeah. you know. Sometimes weeks later, man, I've I've had it before where shit, dude, like this girl fucking, she was like, I don't want just casual sex. I was like, okay, sorry. Like, that's all I'm looking for right now. And she broke it off. And then like, uh, I had her as a friend, right? Like on, uh, like on social media. And then she just started posting all this sexual shit where she was like, ah, I should call him and stuff like that. And then, so uh, (laughs) me, (laughs) me being me. I went ahead and I shot her a DM and I was like, I was like, maybe you should call him. And then my phone rings where I'm like, I knew I was him, but I wanted to, <laughs> I was like, I just wanted you to show me I was him. Uh, and then, yeah, it's like you said though, they'll, they'll date around for a little bit and maybe they'll meet another guy. And then they're like, all the dick out here is garbage or the men out here in general are garbage. And they're like, I remember you actually genuinely felt made me feel good about myself inside, outside the bedroom, all this jazz, blah, 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 blah. Where they're, like I said, they'll, they'll call you again, man. They'll come back around, especially if you leave on good terms. That's why I say you should never like beg or fucking grovel or, you know what I'm saying? Like make a big deal about it. Because if, if, if you pedestalize a woman and you kind of put her above yourself in a sense, she tends to lose respect for mm-hmm. you where she's like, oh man, this guy's acting like he ain't never got no box before. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he don't get women. Maybe he's he hasn't been socially approved by other women yet. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't been vetted correctly. Whereas, and if you treat, put it like it's just a regular old thing where it's like, listen, I could take this chocolate bar or I could go grab me a Reese's over there. I'll be fine. Either way, I'm going to get my chocolate fix. They're like, ooh, I like that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we were talking like a couple nights ago where we were talking about, um, you know, about equality. Like women say they want equality, but then when they get it, they resent it oh. because, you know, 
they they want a man above them, not overlording them or, or being domineering or being their master. They just want someone to lead them. And, you know, they won't admit it, you know, in words, but in their action, it shows, okay, yeah, they, they want someone to listen to. They want someone that's going to take charge. doesn't mean you have to be in charge and be an asshole and be, you know, whatever all the time, but you have to be able to define your boundaries, be able to make sure that they're going to either listen or they're going to get the road because guys have options or these guys that know what they're doing have options. And talking about girls yeah. like coming back, girls also have a, a, a thing that, you know, they always want the good looking guy. I mean, well, everybody does. You want to, guys want the hot chick, girls want the hot guy. I had a friend in Derby. She uh, went to a big university in Texas and she was hooking up with the second string quarterback that was for this team. And he didn't make it to the NFL, so you know he was a second stringer. But um, after college, uh, they would kind of like keep hooking up, and over time she realized he's just not good in bed, and he was a selfish lover. Like he'd just jackrabbit, be done, and, and leave. And one day she finally told him, "Hey, you're not any good in bed. I don't want to fuck you anymore." And she, she, yeah, it, it was it was harsh because she was tired of his shit because. She would always hook up with him thinking, okay, well, you know, he, we were real drunk the other night and maybe I came and I just didn't feel it. And she'd always keep making these excuses because he was a hot guy and because all the other women wanted him. So even that social vetting, even if you're not in good in bed, as long as you're attractive and have, you know, being desirable by other women, women are going to, more women are going to want you because other women want you. So yeah. that's important too, but you can't rely on that because Eventually, one day, no. you're going to lose your looks. You're going to lose that bedding because you don't have the looks to keep the women around. And then if you're not good in bed, then what do you got? This history just, just didn't, yeah. you know, your past, your glory days that you can't even relive anymore. Yeah, no, you definitely got to, I mean, social proof definitely is is good. Like I said, that's why. But see, this is the thing, right? The, the, just speaking about like with women in general, some women, they think that social proof is like, oh, if I show up with a with a girl who's a friend to the club, other women will find me attractive. Where it's like, not really, because it just depends, right? Like if, if she friend-zoned you because you were somehow, I don't want to say incompetent, but she didn't see you as a viable partner, women, other women can pick up on that because they're like, oh, no, your friend-zoned hard as shit. That's why I tell women because, you know, sometimes I just, you know, if I'm kind of like, I don't give a shit about it anymore. Sometimes I tend to ask women, or if I kind of actually want to bet them to see if they can move on up to the next level, I kind of just ask them thought-provoking questions. And sometimes it turns to intersexual dynamics, where I'm like, what do you think that like a woman friend can actually do for like her male friend? And she's like, oh, when we go out, I could get him bitches. I said, first off, if he needs your help getting bitches, he don't get bitches. That's first. Second, I was like, you actually won't help. You'll harm him. And she's like, no, because I'm not pushing the girls away. Like, I'm telling them. Like, oh, uh, how good of a guy he is, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you see, look, you sound like a like a sleazy salesman. Like you're trying to sell a deep, uh, like, like a fucked up product. You know what I'm saying? That you yourself do not actually use. You just are kind of, because what they really want to see is a girl being like all over you, being all lovey-dovey with you and shit like that and being like, oh, okay, like he is a viable partner, whether he's a provider, he's good in bed, like whatever the fuck, he has proof socially that he is an acceptable lover slash partner slash provider or whatever. And th that does help, mm -hmm. but that's different from a dynamic of just, Oh, you're my friend who happens to be a woman and you're just magically going to get me pussy. Like that doesn't work like that.
And also, speaking of... Uh, oh, shit, I just had it on my mind right now. Uh, I hate when this happens. Well, well, <laughs> on, well on that note, like, you know how you, if there's a friend zone guy, the, the female that has a friend zone, she'll keep him there until she sees that other women are interested in him. Then she tries to stake her claim, oh, well, I've been friends with him for years or months or whatever, so then let me... Let me, you know, curl up on him. Oh, he's my friend. Oh, you barely know him. This is my guy. You know, we, we just haven't hooked up yet, blah, 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 blah. So then she ends up cock blocking him with other women because she realizes, oh, he is sexually interesting. He is sexually, um, damn, like you said, vetted. Like, you know, he is sexually attractive. He yeah. is desirable. So then let me pull him back to me and try to use him. And sometimes she won't even sleep with him. She'll just do that to just cock block and keep him as her friend because she still wants him in that zone because she wants and needs validation. Yeah. She either needs the validation because let's be honest, attention for women tends to be currency a lot of the time where they value it very highly. Whereas in men don't really need like a lot of attention. Like you don't need attention. I mean, attention is always appreciated, but you don't need it. Whereas in women, I mean, let's be honest, that's why they tend to dominate TikTok and Instagram. You know what I mean? Whereas in actual content, it tends to be dominated by men, which, you know, YouTube, Mm -hmm. it's predominantly male users that are being watched. Whereas in, again, hot photos and twerking videos, TikTok and Instagram, i.e., are dominated by Mm -hmm. women, like dominated. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of times if you put content like this, the algorithm tends to push you down because it's like women don't want to hear this fucking shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They want to hear how they're a boss bitch. Mm -hmm. So you can't be promoting this bullshit as they call it. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's it's just wild. Like I said, man, talking talking to women sometimes. Like, this is a thing, right? Also, guys, if y'all hear this shit, do not go out there and say this to women. I'm just we're kind of bringing this more to your attention, mm-hmm. so that way you can be aware of it and use it when you're out. So that way you can pay attention and not get used, not get finessed, not fall into this simp game of giving up all your fucking resources and getting n- literally nothing in return. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and call them out, and, and, and you know, don't be afraid to call them out. Like, don't throw everything, all, all of this out there, but call them out when they're behaving badly. Whenever they're trying to, you know, keep you in the corner as a friend zone, it's like, hey, why are you keeping me here as a friend zone? You know, I'm here to fuck, not to be friends. And if you call them out like that, they're like, oh no, well, I didn't know you were that type of guy. Blah 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 blah. And they'll try to flip it on you and make you feel bad for wanting to have sex, even though everybody knows that's what everybody wants, especially guys. Yeah, especially, like I said, man, if you talk to a woman about having male friends, she's like, oh, no, that doesn't count with my guy friends, where it's like, no, that that definitely counts. Like, it's crazy. So uh, by the time this episode comes <laughs> out, if y'all listen to last week's episode with Jenna, the, the high-functioning shit show, dude, let me tell you something right now. I missed an episode. So, no, 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 it's dropping tomorrow. Oh, okay, I was like, wait, wait, wait. For you, it's dropping okay, tomorrow. Okay, wait, 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 not pineapple, Dan. The other one. Slim. Uh, yeah, Slim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. So shout out to them, by the way, Road Radio. But, uh, and shout out Rose. No, but, um, so uh, I talked to Jenna, right? And we were talking about her male friends where she was like, well, she's like, yeah, but my male friends are my male friends. Like, they're just friends. And she's like, but she has, but she's able to admit, though, which I did give her credit for. She's like, however, if I did call any of them right now and told them I wanted to hook up, they would not hesitate. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, then that's not really a friend, bro. You know what I mean? Like a friend is just somebody that wants something platonic mm-hmm. with you. Or where, like I was telling my sister because I was letting her know. I was like, listen, bro, the only reason the men keep female friends most of the time is because they think I have action to have sex with her 
or she has a hot social group to where I want to keep her as a friend to get to her hot ass social circle. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest, a lot of people don't realize this, right? Most of the way that hookups and relationships happen is through social circle. And then after that, it's Instagram and, you know, dating apps and shit like that. But social circle is like the number one place where most men get their potential sexual partners and their protection, uh, their potential partners from is social circle. People that, you know, that you meet or people that, you know, think about it, even though I, I don't condone it cause I don't shit where I eat at, but like, uh, relationships at work, how many people do we know that are, you know, hooking up on the side and shit like that? Cause they see each other five days out the fucking mm-hmm. week. You know what I mean? Or there's that company picnic where finally, you know, Susan shows up and she's not dressed in her, you know, regular uniform. And you're like, oh shit, Susan's kind of hot over there. You know what I mean? Or Susan has a hot sister. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you see it happen all the time where I, listen, I never condone having workplace relationships because you're going to fuck some shit up. Especially if it's like a supervisor or something like that. You're going to fuck some shit up. It don't even up. matter if it's a supervisor. All it takes is for her to not like you or not like how things ended or her being jealous of you talking to that new chick that just got hired on. And all she has to say, there doesn't have to be a lie. like, oh, yeah, you know, he made an appropriate comment. Whether or not it was inappropriate, like, it was fine in the moment. But now she decides months later, oh, no, it was inappropriate, or whatever he said. And so now she gets you fired. So don't shit what you eat. Yeah, you you should never do that, like I said, man. Because even then, again, this kind of goes back to the uh, believe all women thing. She's going to be believed automatically. If you made an inappropriate comment... Nine times out of ten, they're already gonna take what? Nine and a half times out of ten, they're gonna take her word off rip and be like, "Okay, well, it, it was inappropriate. What did he say?" And again, this was mostly about because this is the crazy part, right? About saying something inappropriate, it doesn't matter more uh, much so what you said. It's how you made her feel by what you said. You know what I mean? Because it's about her feelings, which I'm a big proponent of fuck your feelings, but that's outside the workplace, which is why in the workplace. I, now I'm going to be honest. I do make a lot of jokes, but because I'm just a goofball. So I just like, like making people laugh. You know what I mean? And like where I work at, I'm by myself all day. Cause I just drive. But in the afternoon I have to go to like dispatch and dispatch is just like all women, but I just enjoy like, you know, making people laugh in general. It just so happens that it's a room full of women, but that's also because I know myself. I'm like, I would never like hook up with any of these women. You know what I'm saying? But because again, I don't want to fuck up that dynamic of like, now work is ruined for me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing. Because then it's like, ah, shit. Because it takes only one time for you, right? Of like the other girls, you know, teasing you about something or some shit like that where she's like, why were you being so flirty with girl XYZ over there today? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, damn, the fuck? I never get away from it. Nope. Nope. I'll do it. Yeah. Not worth it. No, it's 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 never worth it, man. See, you got the time. You got the right idea. I'm over here fucking... Every time I see you take a sip, my mouth becomes more dry. <laughs> well, I'm like, Ugh. if it makes you feel any better, it's fucking three Red Bulls, basically, in my big old ass Yeti cup. So, oh, nice, you know. dude. I went to the doctor today and I fucked up. So I'm an idiot, right? So I got some blood work done. I was getting my results back, and I went to the doctor to go get my results. But they still got to like take my weight, blood pressure, all that shit. Well, I just woke up from a nap, so I stop and pick up a coffee with an extra shot of espresso in it. So they take my blood pressure and they're like, please tell me you had an energy drink. And I was like, why? And they're like, because if not, you're dying. <laughs> I was like, they're like, your shit's like almost, they're like, it's like 195 over something. I was like, Jesus Christ. 
I was like, is that bad? And she's like, she's like, you're about to have a heart attack. And I was like, well, I had a coffee with a shot of espresso. Uh, and she's like, yeah, no. She's like, we're going to let you calm down. We'll do this again in like 20 minutes. I was like, okay. So in 20 minutes, it went down to where it was like, she's like, I could put this in your paperwork because it's acceptable. And she's like, because if not, she's like, I can't put this shit in your file, man. It looks like you're about to have a heart attack. Can't let you walk out of here without blood right. pressure medication. Yeah. And see, me, mine is always like barely on the low end. Like, if it were like two or three points lower, they're like, hey, you're like going to pass that. Like, oh, not. I just, I just got good blood flow or whatever. I don't know, but it's just on the low yeah. end. So your, your blood flow is like you just real chill. And I'm shit. always chill, man. <laughs> yeah. Now it's funny, man. I'm always at work and shit like that, dude. And like when I go into the office, my supervisor sees me and he's like falling asleep. And I'm over there, like I said, I'm entertaining everybody, making everybody laugh and shit like that. Basically doing like a whole stand-up set in the office. And then he's like, dude, how the fuck do you have so much energy? And I was like, listen, man, years of cocaine abuse will do this to you. And, you know, uh, allegedly, allegedly, everybody. <laughs> but <laughs> oh. I, I always make that joke that I, I got so much energy. And he asked me, he's like, man, is your, is your dad like this or what the fuck? And I was like, nah, man. I was like, my dad's not like this. My mom's not like this. None of my brothers and sisters. I was like, that's why I keep questioning the mailman, man, but he don't want to answer my questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, but that, that oh, would yeah. explain your brother, though, because your brother, man, like, like some of the stories you tell me, like, how did you both grow up in the same household and he not have, like, the same idea, the same skill set? Because you, you tell stories that you're helping him out. Well, well, because the thing is this, right? So me and him are 11 years apart. Mm. So we have, like, a very big age gap. And, you know... I don't I don't know about you know, your father, but like with my dad, the way that he raised us, because he had me when he was 21. So when he was raising me like during my dating ages and stuff like that, he was still fairly young. And then also he had just recently, like him and my mom just recently split up. So he was in the dating game, you know what I'm saying? And he's being very successful. So he's trying to tell me like, listen, this is coming from a G. Like I'm letting you know that while I'm out here, you know, smashing all this punani, shout out to his wife, this is all a legend. And, uh, you know, while he's out there doing his thing or whatever, he's trying to give me advice to be better also. Whereas in now, you know, my brother, when that happened, because like by the time that I started dating, like I said, I was like 16, 17. So he was like eight or nine. He didn't give a fuck about girls. And then then my dad got married and then he got older. So, you know, he was kind of more just like chill where he's like, fuck, man, I'm kind of just trying to chill right now. Like, I'm not going to be as hands on with my brother, which I mean, listen, he's not uh it's not like he's not loved and shit like that. It's just that, you know, my dad's older now, so it's like he slowed down a lot. But he was actually more hands-on with me where he was trying to actually help me. But because, like I said, the thing was I wasn't struggling to get women. I was able to get women. But, again, in the episode, simping ain't easy, man. I was a, I believe more so what my mom said because I'm like, oh, well, I should obviously listen to a woman to know what a woman wants. Not realizing that they're ape shit crazy and they don't even know what the fuck they want. Yeah. And so – uh, you know, I'm being this nice simp and my dad seeing me and he's like, listen, this is a lie being told to you. This is what's actually attractive. Mm -hmm. That's why he was telling me, he's like, listen, you need to, you need to be uh, confident. You know, you need to, he's like, you're a good looking kid. You obviously don't have a problem attracting women. So what you need to do more so is just learn how to act more masculine. And he's like, because you're letting them run all over you. And of course they like it in the beginning because they have all this fucking power. He's like, they're like, he man. When his sword gets electrocuted, they're like, I have the power. But then guess what? Power corrupts everything, man. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, I don't like this fucking shit. Or they treat you like dirt to where 
again, you grow resentful and then you start acting like a dick, which in turn ruins everything. You know what I mean? Like I said, man, you can run simp game. I'm not saying the simp game does not exist. It definitely exists. You can run that game if you want to, but it is a long, hard fucking road that leads to nothing but resentment and jealousy and you acting like an asshole and then her resenting you. And then those type of relationships always end poorly. Whereas, and again, if you maintain frame and you're masculine or you have uh, machismo, as we call it, you know what I mean? Where, again, you being the leader in your relationship does not mean that you control this woman. You do not own her. Because I, I hate when I tell people, like, listen, I want I want peace from a woman. I want her to be agreeable. You know what I'm saying? And uh, obedient to a certain extent. And I want to, you know, her to follow my direction because I'm a leader. And they're like, oh, you want a fucking dog. And I'm like, no, because listen, if you've owned a fucking dog, they don't listen. Like, that's definitely not what the fuck I want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they they, they equate with, like, if you say, uh, I want to be a leader in the relationship and I want a woman to bring you peace and I want her to follow my lead and stuff like that. Now, also, there's a caveat. You have to be worth fucking following. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Women want to follow a good leader that they know is going to lead them down the right path. They don't want to follow a fucking loser that's going to, you know, not do anything for them. But most women, they hear those words and they're like, oh, well, you think you're better than me. And I'm like, it doesn't have anything to do with being better than you. I'm not saying I'm better than you. Like, to a a certain extent, right? We we are You keep digging yourself a hole. Okay. (laughs) No, 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 no. Because I'm not digging a hole. This is the thing. Right? I just want to make sure that because oh, listen, there's so many people yelling at their phone or their yeah. radio, whatever the fuck. Right We're now. tuning out. But yeah, that's fine. They probably yeah, they probably turned it off by now. We're probably only talking to the ether. But <laughs> um, they um, we're equal in a certain sense, right? Where that does not like we don't bring the same value to a relationship. So when I say that men and women are equal, we bring equal things to a relationship. But it's not the exact same. Women think because like, oh, uh, the most common one that I fucking hate is, or it's like, what do you bring to the table? And it's like, I bring the table to the table. It's like, shut up. Because again, there are certain things that I'm supposed to provide in a relationship. You know, uh, I have physical superiority. Let's just be honest. Any average man can beat the shit out of damn near any woman. You know what I mean? Uh, we're just, that's how our muscles are set up. You know, we tend to be bigger, faster, stronger, just generally speaking. Uh, men are supposed to be providers, you know what I mean? So economically, preferably because most women, like a, a stat that I brought up with Jenna, it's 26 to 58% more that a woman wants you to make mm-hmm. than she does. So if a woman makes $100,000, at a bare fucking minimum, you have to make somewhere around $135,000 for you to qualify to play. So, you know what I mean? Because she wants a provider who can provide for her and her and y'all possible children and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be a provider. Again, you you should be physically superior to your woman just biologically, but you know, it doesn't hurt to get in the gym. And like I said, there's certain things that you provide in a relationship on your half of the table. And there's certain shit that she provides. You know what I'm saying? Women are naturally better caretakers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why they tend to go to be teachers, nurses, you know, uh, daycare workers, shit like that, because they naturally gravitate towards people while men gravitate towards uh, things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they tend to go towards STEM and shit like that. One, one thing but, that you were saying about equality, I think 
what would be a better fit or better wording or verbiage is compatibility. Like it's not that we're equal 50 percent. It's kind of like that yin yang. We fit each other well, but you yes. know, there's things that we're better at. There's things that women are better at. You know, not just the physicality yeah. or emotions. It's you know a variety of things that <clears throat> excuse me that you know women can calm down or are good at being able to calm or soothe a male to be able to put him at ease because we are not that we're smarter just the, the being a, us being able to use logic or uh, attack or approach things as a logical standpoint and automatically to fix things that is just in our nature to mm -hmm. fix problems whereas women want yeah. to understand things so it doesn't it, it doesn't mean that one thing is better than the other it's just different way of approaching the same type of problem type of, of tactic and you can still come up with the same result it might take one longer than the other it might be easier or less troublesome or less problems for the other but still the point is is that again we should be complementary to each other and it shouldn't be always attacking and like you were saying you know what do you bring to the table i never asked that about a woman not because you know well part of it is because i don't want to have to hear that oh i am the table in that whole argument i want to see what they bring to the table that's why i date them or when i was dating I would date them for about a year, six months to a year before I would decide, mm. okay, you know what? And even before that six month mark, they would just filter themselves out because they don't want to put up the front of that honeymoon stage that everybody puts on that mask of, you know, oh, I'm this great person. I have no bad traits about me. And, you know, everybody shits, everybody farts, everybody does bad things. And, you know, somebody's going to steal pins. Someone's going to fucking pick their boogers and fling them all over the place. You never know what's going to, what somebody's going to do until you get to know them over time. And the biggest thing for me is how they treat service staff, you know, service people. And if mm. like, if she doesn't tip or if she like, you know, yells at them for, you know, it's not their fault that the food comes out bad, you know, if they put the order in wrong, yeah. fine. But if it's undercooked or if you got a different plate, whatever, you never know. It's more than likely a kitchen staff being overworked or understaffed and, you know, seeing how they treat people that are beneath them, quote unquote. You know, you see, it gives, a per, gives you an idea of the personality and then you're going to realize, hey, she's going to be a problem dating. She'll fucking, if you end up losing your job for whatever reason, now she's going to think she's better than you because you're not bringing in, you know, money, which depending on your job or your trade or your career, it could just take you a couple of days or a week, maybe even a month to get back into the, uh, the job market. Or it might even take you longer than that. But whatever the case is, if she's going to treat a service person like that, how is she going to treat you whenever you're down on your luck? And so that's why you need to see someone that's going to make your life easier or be with someone going to make your life easier rather than being yeah. with someone that's just hot and looks good. And that's all she has to offer. Yeah. See, because that's the thing, right, too, that I tell, I tell women sometimes, right? A man will settle for a woman who's, I guess, on a scale, you know, if you want to use that right now, who's like a six or a seven if she, ha if she has other attributes that are greater. Because a guy can put aside physical beauty where he's like, listen, you bring so much peace to my life and you do this and you do that and you do this and you do that to where could I have a hotter woman? Fuck yes. But will this hotter woman do more for me in my life? Probably not. So I have no problem, quote unquote, settling for somebody who I think is, I don't even want to say beneath, but like, again, just you have the capabilities to get hotter women but you're choosing, again, to settle at a six or seven. Whereas a lot of women, they tend not to really move their standards whatsoever. Which, if you put in their standards, you know, most women, what do they want? Somebody who makes over six figures, somebody who's over six feet tall. You know, if you got anything, if you, I, I call it the rule of six, right? 
So it's six figures, six feet, and and a minimum of six inches. Because you got anything less than six inches, it's like which again, women don't understand the the averages of most men, especially here in America, right? So six feet tall is not the average national height. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, only three percent of men are six foot two and higher, and I think it's like eight percent for six feet and higher, something like that. Not very many. You know what I mean? Uh, men that uh, get over six figures, there's only 15% of the U.S. population, that's men and women, that earn over six figures. The average penis size is five inches on hard. So it's like, you know what I mean? You don't actually understand how rare these three qualities are. You know what I'm saying? To find all in one man where they're like, that's okay, I'm going to hold out. Because they hear, so it's not impossible. Where it's like, it's not impossible, but it's highly improbable. If women don't operate, I notice off probabilities, it tends to be more possibilities. Like if it's possible, I can chase that. Whereas in men look more at probabilities where they're like, what's the probability of this fucking shit happening to me? You know what I mean? Like what's the chances of me finding a girl that's going to check all my fucking boxes? Not very high. So instead, I'll take somebody who gets maybe like 80% and then we'll work on that last 20. You know what I'm saying? Because the 20, I can kind of give or take where it's like, Oh, God, oh, we are getting canceled today. <laughs> women are are malleable, okay? And I, know, I know some women don't like hearing that shit, but women are malleable. And when I say that, I'm not saying you're fucking clay. I can't mold you in my hands. However, though, if you find a man that you love, remi- uh, love, admire, and respect, a lot of times, think about it. Most women, some women, don't know shit about sports, right? However, though, if their man is a fan of a certain team, You'll see them with that fucking jersey. And they'll talk about, oh, yeah, baby, we cheer for that team. They don't know one fucking player on that goddamn team. Nope. They don't know not one stat. They couldn't tell you a bitch-ass thing. They're watching a baseball game going, touchdown. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's what I mean. They're, they're very malleable to somebody that they love and admire and respect. Now, again, you have to earn her love, her admi- uh, you know, her admiration, and her respect. Again, these are three things that are earned. And if you can earn those things, she's very malleable. That's why women have a hive mindset because they're very malleable. A lot of times their mind will be influenced by their friends. Dumbass thoughts where again, guys, if you haven't heard it before, if you hear, if you're new here to block talk, we are getting canceled. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> so, so if you're, if you're new here, to, yeah, I wanted to touch on oh, oh, two sorry, things before, you, before you went on. So when you were talking about just like, like looks, I, I rank him on four things. Um, so it's not just looks. I call it, um, slacks so an, um, sexual compatibility looks attitude and an x factor so my my scoring is like hexadecimal from zero to f so zero through nine and then um abcd efg through f or abcdf and so you know zero to four points for you know sex or sexual compatibility like if they're into the things i am which mm-hmm. is rare most of the time the best a woman's gonna get is a three with me it's just because i'm fucked up um as far as uh, looks, you know, instead of a scale of one to 10, it's just, you know, zero, one, two, three, or four, you know, and because, you know, we're, we're going too far in the deep end. Either you're hot, attractive, cute, or ugly. Like, like you can break it down that simply instead of trying to say, oh, she's a five or she's average. Um, slacks. Uh, shit. And then X, X is the X factor. It's just like something that, you know, just fucking makes you cool. Like, whatever, you know, you don't like short hair, or personally, I'm into long hair, skirts, and an hourglass figure. But 
maybe there's just little cute little thin petite thing with the pixie haircut. You know what? There's just something about her that, that drives me wild. Like normally I wouldn't go for that, but you know, she's got an X factor, but she's not super yeah. whatever. So she'll get like a two in the X factor. She might get another couple of points because she's into rugby or she's into some kind of sport or some kind of thing that I'm into or knows about some type of video game is into that. Okay. So she'll get three points in that X factor. So that's, that's where, you know, you get the big picture thing because like you were saying, you know, you'll settle for a six or a five or a four or seven or whatever if you have these other things that are in place. So take into account those other things for that whole total score. That's at least how I look at things or how I do them. Shit, you're talking about another thing. I was like, there's two things I want to talk about and I forgot the other one. What was he talking about after looks? Malleability? No, no, no. It was on malleability because I mean, that kind of works all together with the, like the X factor and the attitude because their attitude, you know, if they're cheerful or bubbly, then, you know, okay, fine, that's a three, but then it can be annoying because it's a two. Uh, so it, it's those different things. Looks. Um, love, respect, and love, respect. Yeah, there we go. So, so love, earning love, love i I agree that it's earned but it's one of those things it's like a slow burn so whenever you fall in love or whenever i fall in love it's never like oh you know what she did a b c g and x and i love her because of it no it's something that you know you just wake up one day and you realize you know what i love this bitch you know it's not like you know she hits a metric or it's not like you know it hits a certain point it's something that you just realize over time or you just wake up one day and you know what she makes me feel this she makes me feel that We've done this together. We've gone through all this stuff together. I fucking love this bitch. I fucking love her. You know, I'll do anything for her. Yeah. And it's not, it, it is earned in a sense, at least from that point, because it, it builds up over time, but it's not a hard metric. So it, it's, okay, so maybe you are right. Love is Yeah, earned. it's not like respect or admiration, whereas in like respect or admiration can be like, it, it can be earned like on a number scale. Mm-hmm. But, the, but I'm saying before you get to love, there has to be respect and admiration because women love men that they respect mm-hmm. and that they admire. If she doesn't respect you or admire you, or like, let's say that she does respect you and admire you. Right. And then she falls in love with you. And then you do something that, you know, for lack of a better term to hear, we say, I'm blocked out. She gets the ick and where like, she just gradually keeps losing respect for you. Like, you know, I talked about it with Rose. I talked about it with uh, Jen. If, if you gradually lose respect for your man, naturally love is lost a little bit you know what i'm saying and i know that sometimes like that's not very nice to stay or politically correct where they're like no i love my man no matter what that's nice in theory however though you know what i mean you also love your man though because he was a provider he showed you these certain traits and these qualities this ambition all this other shit that he showed you and now all of a sudden he's showing you something that's not congruent and that's what i mean man like when you say that most women don't make it past that stage it's the same way for men bro because I'm showing you that for these six months for this year, I'm congruent with everything I'm fucking saying and doing. I am that individual. Like shit's not going to change in six months. You know what I'm saying? Shit's not going to change in a year. Like, because this is not a facade I'm putting up. This is not a front. This is who I am. So again, you kind of get rid of that mask that people tend to wear for like two to three weeks to a fucking month. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, you'll be like, oh, that's my girlfriend. And it's like, the fuck, bro? Like, you don't even know this person. You know what I'm saying? That's why... Uh, I'm definitely against moving in with your girl before y'all been together for a good long while. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But because though, again, you need congruency. Mm -hmm. Some people will show you only a certain light of them. And, you know, we talked about it a couple days ago. Some women offer things to be in a position of power. Like some some women, they'll offer to co-sign something for you or they'll offer to let you move in. 
and shit like that, where it's like, of course, baby, it's just because I want to help you because you're my man. Where really, again, they're trying to get this superiority over you. And then when they get that superiority, they realize, like, again, they start losing respect. They start losing love. They start doing typically fuck shit where they tend to abuse that power because, you know, uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. absolutely. And yeah, man, that that shit goes to their head sometimes. And then they're like, well, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I remember the first the first and uh, only time that I moved in with a chick, man, I was 19 years old. And this is a chick, uh, I told you after the podcast that, that I was simping for. And uh, I moved in with her, right? Because she already had her own apartment. Now, I moved in with her. And I remember before I moved in, she sat me down because she's like, okay, we need to talk about the rules. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, we need to talk about the rules. And I'm like, okay, sure. Give, give me said rules. I want to hear this shit. And she wrote them out. Like, she she had bullet points. Like, she really planned this shit out. She had this presentation ready. So, you know, kudos to her for preparations. Now, guy, I need you to be prepared for this dumbassery, okay? Because it's coming in hot. She's like, okay. She's like, your friends can't come over. But my friends could come over whenever the fuck they want. If your friends do come over, y'all got to stay on the porch. Y'all can't come inside. My girls, if they want to, we could go inside the bedroom because, you know, they're my friends. I was like, okay. And she's like... Um, I go out on the weekends, so you're going to have to stay and babysit. But if you want to maybe go out like on a Wednesday or Thursday, that's cool with me. You know what I'm saying? Because I usually have to work anyway. And I'm like, okay, okay, keep, keep going, keep going. And she's like, I don't really have time to cook, so don't really like expect any food. You know what I'm saying? If you want to pick yourself up something, I'd ask that you kind of pick me up something too, just, you know, out of the general kindness of your heart. And I was like, okay, keep, keep going, keep going, keep going. And, you know, those are the main ones that I remember because those were the three that most pissed me off. But that's what I'm saying. And then I told her, I said, well, listen, I was like, can I see that paper? And she's like, yeah, yeah. So she gives me the paper or whatever, and I'm reading it. And I'm like, damn, you wrote this out and everything, huh? She's like, she's like yeah, you know, so like, I just want to make sure that I said it right. I didn't want to offend you, nothing like that. And I just tore out the notebook, and then I just tore it up because I was like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. I was like, I'm not doing any of that. I was like, the fuck? I'm like, first off, I was like, fuck your ugly ass friends. I was like, I was like, listen, if if they're quote unquote allowed inside the house, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. I was like, cause guess what? I said, this may be your place, but I pay the bills now. You know what I'm saying? So essentially, this is my shit. You know what I mean? And I was like, and again, this is where I'm on that simp shit. So I'm like, this is a 50-50 partnership. So whatever you can do, I can do also. Like a dumbass. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's what I'm saying, man. But again, that goes back to the superiority thing. I fucked up. That's why now, like I said, bro, I will never, ever move in with a chick that, like, it's her place. You know what I'm saying? And even then, like I said, I don't want to move in with a chick until we've maybe been together, like, two, three years. Like, it's got to be down the line. You know what I'm saying? And it's just got to make sense for me fiscally where I'm like, okay, it makes sense that we move in together type shit. You know what I mean? But that, like I said, that really showed me and it opened my eyes because I'm like, damn, bro, like, if you really let a woman think that she's superior to you in any way, she will try her damnedest to show you how superior she is. Mm-hmm. And then lose respect for you. And then yeah. eventually get tired of you and start fucking doing things oh, and you. test you until you have no boundaries oh. and you're fucking, you know, Johnny Depp getting fucking shit on. Yeah, literally. Man, listen, women, uh, you know, we said on your podcast, women are like children sometimes. They naturally test the boundaries. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? And this was crazy. If if you tell anybody this, where you tell guys, you're like, listen, a woman's going to test your boundaries and you shouldn't let her push your boundaries. You have to stay stiff. They're like, well, what the fuck? That's not right. That's not pushing boundaries and stuff like that. You shouldn't punish a woman. And uh, they're like, yes, you should, because it's like a child. Mm -hmm. If a child keeps pushing your boundaries, you're not going to let a child push your boundaries. You're going to punish that child and tell him, sit the fuck down somewhere and shut up. And it's like, you can't compare women to, to children. I was like, yeah, you can. You totally can. The fuck you mean? The the, the biggest example is, uh, I'm sure that you've heard of Andrew Tate, mm-hmm. right? Couple times. Yeah, guys blowing up all over the internet. Yeah, shout out to the big G. Or, uh, or top G. And uh, he did an interview with uh, XQC. or Q- Yeah, XQC. Where he asked him, he was like, listen, if your girl wanted to do OnlyFans, would you let her do OnlyFans? He's like... I would tell her I wouldn't want her to do OnlyFans. But if she was just so adamant about doing it, she'd have to pay me. And he got super mad and he was upset. And he's like, that's fucked up that you're putting a monetary value on her doing something that wants to make her feel fulfilled. And he's like, listen, there's only two reasons to do OnlyFans, attention and money. And it's like, and I'm a million, I'm a multimillionaire. So you don't need the fucking money. You know what I'm saying? He's like, so you're just doing it for attention. Why am I going to let you show off what is essentially my property to the internet for money and I not get anything out of it. Which, I get the gist of what he's saying. He's basically saying in a long way, no. Where it's like, listen, you're because you're not going to want to give me your money because if you're not making any fucking money off it, what's the point of you doing OnlyFans? Mm-hmm. Which again, if you get with a girl, you definitely should not let her do OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Not if you want to take her serious. If it's just some little side piece that you're fucking... Let her do whatever the fuck she wants. It doesn't really fucking matter. It doesn't affect your life. And you just know to keep her in that side bitch category. Mm-hmm. But I totally get what he's saying where she's doing it as a way to kind of test you a little bit. So he's just kind of showing her like, listen, I'm the fucking man. I'm telling you, I don't want you to do it. But if you're that adamant about doing it, I'm going to let you know that I'm going to be your boss in this endeavor, basically, where you have to pay me. So this is more of like, still, I'm your superior. You know what I'm saying? Where, again, not better than you, just saying you're paying me as if I'm your boss. So I, I kind of get what he's saying in a sense. But the point I want to highlight more was what uh, XQC said, where he's like, that's so wrong. Because if she's doing something that makes her feel fulfilled, it's wrong of you to try to stop that. I think that's why a lot of guys, because this is a society thing. They let their women basically run all over them. Where you should kind of, if you if you have a boundary, you should say mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? If you're uncomfortable with something, you should say something. Yeah, and on that whole fulfillment thing, like she doesn't have to get fulfilled through OnlyFans. She could get fulfilled through other means, through other things. She could do arts and crafts. She could make candles. She could do all kinds of other things. She could do uh, TikToks on the candles she makes. She could do TikToks on, you know, any arts and crafts thing that she wants to do. Something she hadn't done since she was a girl. Maybe someone's going to be really interested in you know, fucking paper mache, whatever, you know, you never know because every day something new is coming out, new Shopify thing. Oh shit, that's so cute. And Pinterest and all this other crazy mm-hmm. shit, Etsy, whatever. So it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be OnlyFans. And that's going back to women wanting validation, which is mostly the case. It's not that they want to be fulfilled. It's that they want that validation from others because that's the only way that they can exert any type of control. And instead of being satisfied and content and fulfilled in the relationship they're trying to get an external validation from other people where you know 
instead of because it's a whole societal thing where we excuse me where we're um the next one is so easy the next one is just a swipe to the right you know instead of focusing on what we have you know any little thing that you know you have a problem with or the girls have a problem with or don't agree with then they'll just go open up their ig open up their dms and just start talking to me random guy that's going to make them feel pretty and attractive and whatever it is because their boyfriend you know told them no today or whatever yeah instant validation mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah man because uh the the greatest power that you have as a man right because it's mostly men listening to this if you're a woman you know shout out not saying you can't listen just kind of giving advice to guys here real quick the greatest power that you have in a relationship is walking away because if you if she fears now listen y'all gonna hear hearing this with respect there has to come a bit of fear not saying she's scared of you but it's fear of loss she's scared to lose you which is why you need to become someone that again she respects and she has genuine fear of losing you because she knows this is the greatest guy I've ever been with. This there's not going to be anybody better. If she has that fear of loss, that'll kind of cut down on a lot of fuckery. Mm-hmm. But if she knows no matter what she does, you're not ever going to fucking leave. What is there to fear? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I know he's not going anywhere. I could literally do whatever the fuck I want, and his dumb ass is going to sit here and watch my kids, or his dumb ass is going to fucking sit here on the couch and play his video games while I'm out there sucking on Tyrone's dick or doing whatever the fuck I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? While I'm out here getting attention from dudes and doing all this other shit. The greatest asset that you have in a relationship is the power to walk away. And please exercise that fucking right. Because too many women think I'm the best, I'm the greatest thing to walk God's green earth. I'm the best thing in invention ever since sliced bread. You know what I'm saying? Every bitch is a bad bitch. Every bitch is a 12. So you, again, you hold the power to walk away, bro. If you see some fuckery you don't like, bring it up. And if she still continues with the fuckery, leave. And I mean, leave, cut it all the way off. And then when she realizes what she's lost and she's going to get some fucking act right. And either she's going to come back or she's going to fuck off. And if she fucks off, guess what? You're, you're the better for it. Because again, man, there's too many women out here for you to be simping over one of them. And again, not being respected in your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because as a man, that's what you want. You want respect, you know, from your from your peers, from your colleagues, from, you know, whoever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you want respect as a man. That's why, you know, we take disrespect so harshly. Mm-hmm. And yet, the crazy part is, I know guys that won't take any disrespect from a man, but they'll take all kinds of sideways disrespectful shit from their woman. And that's crazy to me, because it's like, listen... If you're willing to stand up to a grown man where there are actual physical consequences, why can't you stand up to a girl that there's the only consequence is she's not going to be there no more? Which, listen, there's plenty of other women. Or if you're just like that in need to bust a nut where you need a woman that bad, Pornhub is free, my guy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's too many. There's too many channels. The internet is crazy nowadays. You know what I'm saying? There's too many women out here sucking dick. talking, Talking about that fear. You know, my girlfriend, once a month, she'll like say, you're not going to leave me, are you? Like not right now, you know, and it's, it's not said as a threat. It's just like, Hey, you know, and, and she behaves like fucking like pretty much all the time. Um, and, and the biggest thing for her is whenever she has something that she doesn't like, and it's not, I can't even think of one, like she'll have 
a bad day. Just, you know, a bunch of stuff's not going wrong, not going right for her. And, you know, she'll have not an emotional breakdown, but she'll just have like an outburst. Like, you know, fuck, you know, this is a shitty day, blah, 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 blah. So she has an outburst around me. You know, it's not like she's mad at me, yelling at me because, you know, I walked in whenever something fucked up. She's like, God damn it, this isn't working. And she's yelling at the thing, right? And then mm-hmm. she'll come up to me later. Me for that, I'm like, no, it's okay for you to be upset. It's okay for you to be angry and get it out. It's never gonna be okay for you to yell at me. No. That that's never gonna be cool. And so, no, 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 yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. And you know, that's just something that you know, as men, like, and I'm glad you brought it up. And it wasn't even something I thought about. You know, I never thought about, oh yeah, you know, she needs to be afraid of me. It's just something that's always there. I know she's afraid of me leaving. She never wants to leave me because, mm-hmm. you know, in her words, I'm the best guy that she's ever been with. You know. And all around as far as the relationship, even my ex-wife, my, my first wife, um, her only complaint was that I didn't keep it in my pants. But that was also my fault because I failed to communicate early on. <clears throat> the, the fucked up thing about that is that we would be this, let's see, in like about a month would be our 20th anniversary if we'd stay together. And that was a great relationship. I fucked, <clears throat> I fucked it up. She was a great woman. The thing that I fucked up there is um, she, she, her head game, man. Fucking chef's kiss for that one. God damn. So one night I'm driving and you, you're in the north side. So you know this. It's 45 north going uh, east on Beltway. Like when you're going to the Beltway, that little long curve. And you get off the Beltway from uh, <clears throat> 45. Uh, yeah, that overpass. Yeah. So she, she was getting me about to finish on that overpass. I can't close my eyes because if I close my eyes on that overpass, I'm, we're going up and over. So I told her, stop. Yeah, told her, you're gone. I told her, stop, right? <clears throat> but I said it in such a way that she like, thought I meant never give me head again. So that was just a seed of resentment that we just kept going on and on. Like, hey, how come you're not doing this? Or how am I doing that? But we never had that conversation because I didn't clarify, hey, stop, we're going to crash. You know, I didn't. I said, just stop, you know, instead of stop, we're going to crash or we could crash. So she took it as stop, we'll never do it again. And so mm-hmm. our whole relationship got fucked up because I didn't communicate with her because I was a dumbass. I was in my twenties and we didn't, I didn't try to make it work. And so, you know, because I wasn't getting what I wanted, fuck it. I go around, I'm going to have sex three times a week, whether she was there or not. And, you know, over time she just got tired of it and we eventually got divorced. But had I had that conversation, Hey, look, babe, this is what I meant. Then we probably would still be together. And we probably saw this podcast, but it'd be more of how to have a successful, happy marriage versus, you know, how to go out there and fucking be a tomcat. <laughs> oh, all, all of this is to lead to a loving relationship, right? This is this is the thing, right? Uh, I'm, I'm giving you guys advice to be more attractive. Now, that being said, right? Desirable. To be more attractive desirable. to more women. Yes, desirable. To be more desirable to more women. Okay? Now, that being said, there's a caveat. Me myself, I'm not, you know, I do well for myself, but I'm doing this all trying to find a relationship and trying to find a woman that I can see myself spending the rest of my life with. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm still single for those of y'all that know me. It's, again, usually because, again, most women, they either don't want to wait that six-month period or that year period or they can't keep the facade up so we end up you know, splitting or whatever the fuck, but that's irrelevant. Like I said, the goal is eventually to find someone who I can see myself spending every day with and shit like that. But I am giving y'all advice so that way y'all don't get taken advantage of and shit like that, man. Because 
y'all be scared to communicate. You know what I mean? Because y'all feel like if I say anything that upsets her and that, you know, tilts the balance of the relationship, I'm not going to get any more sex. And y'all act like that's just the worst shit that could happen to you is like, oh, no, I won't I won't get pussy for however long. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, or like how you said, like some guys, they tend to like throw a tantrum. You know what I mean? Like they kind of revert back to like a child almost. And they like just kind of start doing petty shit. Where it's like, listen, man. You gotta, you gotta pick your nuts up. You gotta pick your nuts up. You know what I mean? Uh, like, have you ever seen the movie Major League? Uh, it's been a while with Charlie Sheen. Oh God, that's yeah. I saw when it came out, so you know. Okay. Do you remember that Cuban guy? Right? Well, it's it's Major League Two. Do you remember that Cuban guy who like uh, he used to pray to that that voodoo god all the time, give it cigars and rum. No, I, anyway, I don't think I saw too. If, you, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, if, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. There's there's a Cuban guy on there that he he gives uh, rum and cigars to this voodoo god. Anyway, he they come back for the second movie. He's become like a Buddhist. So anyway, there's this Japanese guy who's like you. He doesn't speak English that good. He's like you ain't got no marbles, and he tells him he's like what you ain't got no marbles, and he's like is he talking about huevos? And he's like yeah. So then he like he hits a home run. And he dangles his hands in front of his shit and does like a monkey nut dance. Or he's like, I got nuts, man. That's my whole thing. You got to hold your nuts, dog. You got to watch Major League 2 and watch that run that he does. Or just look it up on YouTube. But you got you to gotta hold your nuts. Because a lot of guys, man, they cut their nuts off and give it to their girl to put it into her purse. Like, here you go, baby. Hold this for me for when I need it. Like, nah, man, you got to be congruent with yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't be learning this shit to be like, okay, I got to be masculine. I got to be more confident. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then do that to attract her and then become a different motherfucker. Because that's the thing. A lot of people, they become masculine listening to Suicide on My Favorite, listening to Block Talk, you know, Splash World Radio, whatever you listen to, whatever self-help, you know, Fresh and Fit, Rolo Tomasi, whatever you listen to. You listen to this shit and you take it and you use it for a short period of time to where you get a girl and then you revert back to who you were before. And then the exact same thing happens again. Where again, you start showing this simp behavior or you start allowing all this fuckery and she starts walking all over you all over again. And then you're right back in the same boat that you started in. You got to be congruent with who you are. See, with that, like, you know, taking all this stuff wherever they pick it up, I think that falls more under uh, PUA, pickup artists, where they're picking and choosing what will work to get a woman, but they never learn how to be a better man, how to improve themselves. And another thing that I, I... fucking try to drill into not drill into try to get across to the guys that i work with is always improve yourself like you should always try to be better maybe not every day but at least pick up something new every week because you know there's always someone that's going to be bigger stronger better faster than you so try to be better for yourself because once once you stop you're going to be stagnant you got to be like a shark just always moving always being better and that doesn't mean you have to become an asshole overnight. You don't have to be, you know, this super alpha Chad asshole that's going to fucking, you know, take on and kick everybody's ass. You need to be better for yourself. You need to improve yeah. your mind. You need to improve your muscles. You need to improve your memory. You need to improve everything about you to make you more attractive because, like I said before, um, never give a woman all your time, your money, or your dick. And like you say, your meat. So, you know, same kind of thing. That was from my father. Where we go. Sorry, that's my alarm to get up to go to work, but I have it every way. My bad. <clears throat> um, you know, in, 
improving yourself, you know, oh shit, you started the remote, whatever. So improving yourself is going to make you more attractive to women. And by improving yourself, you're going to always have that congruency. You're going to have that steady keel and evenness of who you are versus having a mask of, oh yeah, you know, this is what I need to pick up a chicken. This is what I need to hook up with her. Okay. What, how are you going to learn to have a relationship with a woman? How are you going to learn to be able to be a leader? Because you're not going to be able to keep a woman and going around and chasing all these women all the time, like having one night stands every other weekend or, you know, having a weekend fling with the chick, you know, now you're, you're spinning your wheels because now next weekend you're going out, spending money, trying to find a new chick. Whereas you could have a girlfriend, save money, hang out and do fucking cheap, simple shit with them versus chasing all these girls, trying to juggle them, trying to remember, okay, what did I say to this one? What did I say to that one? Fucking, you know, being a man isn't how many women you've hooked up with. Being a man is being a better you, my opinion. No, definitely, man. That's the thing a lot of people don't understand. So a lot of things that pickup artists teach also that like, I mean, don't get me wrong. They definitely teach like good psychological shit, I guess, but they just tell you like, you need to be confident, be confident, be confident. Like you're just going to wake up one day and tell yourself, oh, I'm confident. And then all of a sudden you're confident. It's like from, from what I heard from, you know, shout out uh, to Fresh and Fit. And, you know, a lot of those male self-help podcasts like this and stuff like that, that's targeted towards men that most women tend to hate. Uh, if, if it actually helps, man, take what helps and then you can leave the rest. I, I always say that shit. If there's only one or two things that I say that help you and then the rest, you're like, he's a fucking moron. Hey, at least those one or two things helped. But that being said, confidence comes from competence, which, which leads to accomplishments. Okay. You need to become a competent fucking uh, man. You know what I'm saying? Again, get your ass to the gym, read a fucking book. You know, YouTube, you can learn literally fucking anything on there. You know what I'm saying? Like the internet is literally your fucking oasis. The problem is too many guys spend all this time chasing women, all this time absorbing porn in crazy amounts, all this time just fucking off, not actually doing anything. And the the best thing that happened for me, because again, man, I tell y'all all the time, I used to be a simp. I used to be a dork. I used to be a fucking quote unquote loser when it came to dealing with women. This shit, I didn't learn this overnight. You know what I mean? Like, I hit the gym so I could feel better about my fucking self, which I cannot wait to go back. Uh, hopefully next week when I see my physical therapist, I get cleared. But uh, yeah, I went to the gym. I started working on my body, feeling better about myself. I started learning more. I started going out to be social, not to get women. Because again, man, y'all, some of y'all, y'all conversation just sucks because y'all don't know shit about dick. You know what I'm saying? So all y'all can talk about is very few things. Whereas, and listen, I don't know... <clears throat> A lot about a lot, but I know a little bit about a lot to where I can carry on a conversation with a bunch of random people. You know what I'm saying? Where I can have a conversation with a litigation lawyer. I can have a conversation with a dating and sex expert. I can have a conversation with, you know, a two-time world kickboxing fucking champion, you know, DJ, whoever the fuck. I can have conversations with people and most of y'all fundamentally lack that ability where y'all don't know enough about anything. Y'all got to do things that pique your interest. Get a fucking hobby, bro. Like, don't do things in the in the pursuit of women. Do it in the pursuit of self-happiness and, like, just, again, becoming a better person for yourself. Becoming competent, which will lead to confidence, which will lead to accomplishments. Like I said, man, 
you know, maybe stop dating for a while. Slim told the story. He stopped dating for a whole year. And he's like, I'm just going to focus on fucking work. And then he ended up getting two fucking promotions. Because he was just like, I'm going to stop chasing so much pussy. I'm just going to only focus on work, which I've been slacking on. And then he got two promotions. Just from putting aside, okay, pussy's not everything. I can kind of put that shit to the side. If it comes, it comes. Too many of y'all focus too much on how am I going to get women this weekend? I got to go out three times a fucking week to get women. I got to do this. I got to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all put too much stock in the power of pussy where y'all pedestalize it. And it's not actually like you don't need it to live, bro. It's not like on the level of water and food like some of y'all think. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to prioritize more so y'all happiness, y'all mental health, and like just becoming a better man for yourself. Yeah. Like I said, getting that promotion that you've been looking forward to, becoming a a better a better speaker. You know what I mean? Getting into that hobby that you've been fucking putting off forever. Like that that would be my advice. Again, just as far as like dating goes, you need to focus on yourself. You don't have to be a fucking jock to be great with women, man. This shit can be learned, but by you becoming a better individual yourself and not yeah. putting her above everything fucking else, put yourself first and get your life right. Once you build your castle, it's it's like the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. And listen, you must become to come. Just remember that. You must become to come. So if you're not a, if you're you're a fucking nobody. For, for one thing is hey, man, figure out your motivation. You know what I'm figure out you get, what drives you. Get out what you, you put in. And for me so personally. Make sure that you so invest heavily I in your fucking love. self. No, no, no. But more than that, I fucking love the misery of others. And I love shocking people. So, and I'll say it this way. Don't let so it, my favorite thing is being able to have a conversation like you were talking about, having, being able to talk a little bit about everything is whenever I talk to random people and my, my girlfriend's um, sister, you know, when I first met her, you know, we, we had a couple conversations and then a couple of times that she comes and visits and we, we hang out with each other. You know, one day she finally asked me, hey, what, what college did you go to? Because she's got a, a doctorate. And I was like, no, I didn't. I, I have like, you know, 12 hours of college, community college. And she was just fucking shocked that she could not believe that I could keep up with her. She's got, she's um, uh, a chemist. My girlfriend's um, a biologist or microbiologist. She works with like, she's basically a, a virus scientist. <clears throat> so I can keep up with conversations with both of them. And, you know, with anybody, you know, like you said, lawyers, doctors, any type of thing. And, you know, I may not know how to put mm-hmm. perform a surgery or whatever, but I know a lot about musculature. I know enough about skeletal system. I know about, you know, just about anything and just go down a rabbit hole. Personally, I, I spend my, a lot of my free time as a nerd on Google Scholar. That's a website that basically, uh, that's the Google for searching theses or theses from all colleges. And I'll go there, read a thesis about whatever fucking topic I just fucking am bored about or interesting about. And I can't read the theses because it's just trying to read that thing is fucking boring as shit. But I'll go to the footnotes and see who was cited. Yeah, like reading IKEA section, but reading reading the, the the footnotes, reading the who the authors were, who the different people are, and then looking for them on YouTube and seeing what they were it's talking like about. They'll expand more on whatever they learned, and then you'll find out. Of course, you know this thesis was written in '86, and you'll read you'll see something on YouTube that was done in 2006, and they say, okay, my thesis was wrong back in '86, but this is what I've learned. This is what else, and you can fucking expand your mind so much more in that way than fucking looking at TikToks and looking at bitches twerking or you know. TikTok, I prefer to have like the DIY stuff, life hacks, those type of things. Things that are going to improve my life and make me smarter and better than to just look at tits and ass. Because at the end of the day, you know, like you said, pussy isn't everything. 
in a relationship, once you settle down into where I'm at, you know, getting laid three or four times a week is great. But I mean, I'm fine because the emotional connection, the happiness that I have and the joy that I have with my girlfriend, you know, beats going out and chasing pussy and getting a hot chick, you know, three or four times a month, an average chick five times a month, and then an ugly chick because, you know, it's been two days, you know, it's not worth it. So it was like an hour and like five minutes before my alarm went off. So then, uh, so yeah. an hour and 18, not hour and 20-ish for right record? now. I can't even see the fucking timer. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Like my, my energy drinks kicked in and now I got to go take a piss. Okay, cool. Uh, I just want to make sure that uh, I'm not keeping you too long, man. I know you got to go work and shit like that. <laughs> that's cool man because listen my old ass has to get to bed anyway but hey man again it's always so great to fucking have you on here and have these conversations you and me talk a lot just you know off podcast and just have easy way to find me definitely go ahead man once again let the people know where they can find you at and where they can find your social media and all that stuff you'll see my mind see how it works on reddit you'll see the fuckery that me and you have from time to time on instagram and then on tiktok it's basically the same thing on there too so yeah yeah so guys make sure that y'all like his stuff go follow him give him a five-star review all that jazz and if y'all ain't yet uh hit up the instagram man give me a like give me a follow if you slide into my dms ask me any questions i'll make sure to try to address it on the podcast and if i don't know it i'm gonna try to get an expert like guy or somebody else on so that way they can answer any questions that you guys have uh thank y'all so much uh so this will release on the week of let me tell you the right fucking day because i don't want to be a liar the 12th because uh so for those of y'all listening to this on the 12th i'm actually in cancun right now so if y'all go to instagram y'all can see what i'm up to all the fuckery i'm getting into in exactly. mexico right now but uh thank you so much man for helping me out once again guy it's all love brother i appreciate you coming on here and helping these young gentlemen try to be better motherfuckers <laughs> all right man thank you so much once again